I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. Sean here, your host, alongside my wife, Alexandria. How are you, babe? I'm doing good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Happy to be back. Yes. Uh, Were we gone? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. Not to them. Well, we don't record 24 hours a day, so. No, right. (laughs) So we're back. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, today's episode, we are going to talk kind of a little bit about like you know I'm actually not sure exactly how I want to title this episode yet but we'll we'll, we'll see where that goes but kind of like the emotional state and how people handle you know finding out their child is on the spectrum or you know whether they they're contemplating it and they're not sure what they should do um and kind of the emotions that go into that right you know, it's I, hard. It can be very hard. Yeah. You know, I guess some people, from what I've, you know, what I've heard and from talking to people, some people can be in denial, um, you know, about their child and what's going on with them. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a topic that needs to, you know, be discussed. And I know I spoke a little bit about it um, on my last episode, my uh, For the Fathers episode, but kind of wanted to bring Alex in on the conversation and kind of expand it just to, you know, a more generalized idea of, like, the emotional state of parents when, you know, they go through this. So, um, why don't you talk about how you felt in the beginning? You know, before, and, like, kind of like when you had the evaluation. Yeah, that's exactly where I was thinking. The evaluation or whatnot, yeah. Yeah. So, um... You know, it started for us as a uh, speech delay. So we had, I called the number that the pediatrician had given us to set up a speech evaluation. I called and they had come out and it was two evaluators and they went through a whole bunch of, you know, assessments with Grayson and questions with me and just everything about literally every part of his life from the time from when he was born to 18 months. They observed him um, and I remember right before they left, Sean actually worked from home that day. And I remember right before they left, um, one of them had said to the other one when they were doing the paperwork, possible autism. And at that moment, I thought, oh, my God, he's 100% autistic. Because in that moment, I knew nothing about autism. But just them saying it, I knew that was, like, that was what he had. And like I said, like, I wouldn't, there was no signs, like, that I thought, we thought he was developing neurotypically. The pediatrician did, too. So, it definitely sideswiped me. I was not um, prepared for it. But when they said it, I was just like, yep, that, that's what it is. And I started crying, and neither one of them had said, listen, don't get upset yet. You know, we don't know for a fact. We have to get them tested and all. Nobody said that. And I knew then that he was 100% autistic, and they walked out that day. And what a way to, like, just say that and just kind of, like, leave. Like, you're just standing there like, okay, now what do I do? And I remember running into Sean, and I was like, he has autism. And Sean was like, we don't know that yet. I was like, he's autistic. He 100% has autism. And I was just crushed. I remember that night taking a hot bath and just thinking about, like, just crying on 
just everything I thought that it was going to look like and what our life was going to look like. And I thought, I have no idea what it's going to look like at this point. Like, what happens if I have to, if my child has to go away? Like, every thought came in my head. And then a couple days of that went by, and I thought, you can either, you know, let this knock you down and just be depressed the whole time over it and nothing change, or you can do something about it. And from that point on, that was it. I didn't go back into that state again, and I thought, I can't, right now, he needs me the most. I can't be like that. Um, And I knew I had to pull myself together, put my big girl pants on, and just start researching, start reading, start watching, listening to everything that I could listen to. And in the beginning, the next thing that I went through was anger. Um, I remember a day or two after the first initial thought of him being autistic, Sean came home from work one night. He was on the road that day. He walked in, and I said, I'm not having this in my house. We're going to get rid of this because I knew nothing. And I was so uneducated, and I just, I knew nothing about it. I thought we could get rid of it, and it wasn't going to be a problem. We were going to move on. And I just was very angry. I said, I'm not having this. And I wasn't, like, ashamed or anything like that. But I was like, this is not going to happen in my household. Like, no. Put my foot down. And that was just so opposite from the truth. Um, And then it just went into helping Grayson. Um, So I literally did a week of depression and anger, and then I just completely flipped that switch. And we've been trugging along ever since. Well, so I'm glad you put your your big girl panties on. Yeah, <laughs> had to, had to. Yeah, and, you know, see, like my perspective, I think. Well, obviously, like I wasn't in the evaluation, the speech evaluation when they came out. Um. So like I didn't have a specific reaction to that situation like you did, but still have it. It's all on recording too. Yeah, you do. She records everything, folks. No, not everything. Like <laughs> not I everything, record, like but... my friends' conversations, but like doctors, yeah, things like that. Because sometimes yeah. I get nervous and I don't want to forget anything, so I record. Yeah, so make sure you can, you don't forget anything. Yeah, especially big, important things like that. So, yeah. Um, but when she had come in, you know, like my react, like she said, my reaction was, "Well, you don't know that yet." You know, I think I was kind of, I was obviously really caught off guard. I wasn't expecting that at all. First, I know I just came. Like, I probably should have done it in a different way. I was just in <laughs> and, shock. You know, and then uh, on the other hand, I was like, well, they, you know, they don't diagnose him. They didn't diagnose him. They can't diagnose him. So we don't know for sure. So, you know, I was kind of along the lines of, well, you know, until we know for sure and he ha- actually has a diagnosis, I'm not going to, you know, get overly worried or upset or anything like that about it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I didn't know too much about autism either. You know, I was kind of in the dark about what it was and how it worked and things like that. Um, and I would actually say, like, I had, looking back on the frame of mind I was in and what I knew about it back then, I actually thought of it much differently than I do now. Yeah. Like... Uh, I guess, I guess I looked at it much more negatively back then than I do now. Same. And maybe that's because of my experience. We were uneducated, both of us. Yeah, you know, I didn't just think it was just about, you know, having issues with sensory, sensory issues and mm-hmm. regulation issues and, you know, things like that. You know, I never realized how intelligent these kids huh, can be. Me neither. What a blessing. So, so, you know, coming from that one side of the spectrum to this side of the spectrum where I am now, 
in a much better, more positive place about it. You know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, and now I can look back at and question why I thought that way. But I can also understand why a lot of other parents do feel like that way. Or other ways, like even just being in denial about it in the beginning, because, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to accept that, you know, this child that you you care so much about, you know, isn't exactly the way you expected them to be. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's almost like when you're in that, you're kind of initial, another initial reaction is just like, you you kind of look at it as a curse, and, I, and I'm going to be sh- sh- completely honest. Yeah, it felt like, what the hell did we do to deserve this? And I kept saying to Sean, like, everything I went through to have him, like, why is this happening to us? Like, why? What What is, like, what's wrong, God? Like, what, what did I do? Like, and then it hit me later on is just, it wasn't. It was a blessing because we were able to take care of Grayson. And I thought, you know, like, why isn't this one? Why why don't they have an autistic child? Why Why do I? And it was because we could do the job, and God knew that. And I truly believe that. Um, God never gives you what you can't handle, and he gives these children to certain people. So you should feel very honored and blessed if you are a parent with a child on the spectrum because they truly are a blessing. They think differently, but they are geniuses. They are so smart, and I honestly think... We can all learn something from them. Um, they don't care about how people look at them. They do what they need to do. And I think that's just fantastic. So. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, being in denial or having those type of thoughts when that happens is not, um, it's not uncommon. And it's not like there's, there's nothing really wrong with that. It's pretty normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of going, you know, you kind of run through the gamut of emotions. But, you know, I think the one thing that we did well was that we moved forward through those different emotions. We didn't just kind of, like, sit there in one place. Mm-hmm. You know, we moved through them and got to the point where we were like, all right, well, now this is what we have to do moving forward. You know, and I think the problem, a lot of the problems with... You know, some people lie in the fact that they get stuck in that denial phase and they just deny it and deny it and deny the reality of their situation. Um, and it's just, you know, it gets unhealthy for them. It becomes unhealthy for their kid because their kid doesn't then get any of the support or help they need, you know. And by the time, you know, you finally do turn around, these parents are way down the, down the line and it's that much harder to help their kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've talked on so many episodes about, like, you know, the sooner you get services, the better, the more likely you are to have a better outcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the the longer you wait, the more the the child needs to work with therapists to try to catch up Mm -hmm. to the kids at their, you know, at, you know, their age level. So. The longer time that goes by, the more they have to make up exactly. to get to that point. You exactly, know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it harder and harder and harder as they, you know, the later you start. So, mm-hmm. you know. And look at us with Grayson. You know, we started from the very beginning, and now in certain areas, he's surpassing kids his age. So it definitely pays yeah. off. And he still has his challenges. Absolutely. But, you know, like now we could see 
the forest through the trees, and mm-hmm. we could see, like, how far he's come and what he's capable of. Yes. And that, you know, he has his weaknesses, but everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know, they may not be exactly what, you know... Some, Our weaknesses uh, you know, are, but... You know, a traditional person's weaknesses are, but it's, you know, it's the same. Just yeah, different absolutely. things. You know what I mean? Just different, different things they have challenges with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and... We far too often see parents that, like, you know, are in denial about their kids and stuff like that. And, you know, it's okay if you don't want to, if they don't want to open up and talk about it like we do. Like, we're so open about everything. It's very hard. But, you know, I feel like for us, that's been part of, like, our healing process. Definitely. And I, I also think that, you know, some, it would be helpful for some other parents that are kind of like in denial or quiet or keep things really closed off. I actually think it would be probably helpful for them to open up more. But to come out of your comfort zone yeah. a little bit. But it's not my, it's not my job no. to tell them how they need to handle it. But I do think there are way too many parents out there that kind of like, just like, oh yeah, well, you know, he's a kid. Yeah, and they just and write it off as that. Yeah, don't take things seriously enough, you know? No. And um, it is time is of the essence during for this. Exactly, you know, and it's kind of sad for those kids, you know? And we get it. It's difficult, you know, but there comes a time and a point where you have to start changing that way, you know? It's okay. Listen, if some of you have done that up until now, fine. But let's start step-by-step step changing it, you know? Um, take tiny steps into the right direction and trust me you will feel so much better you know in the beginning of this I felt very very defeated and doing everything that we do the podcast the blog um, it really just changes the perspective on how you feel about yourself and the situation so yeah Yeah. and you know I know we're you're in this conversation kind of towards you know ASD you know autism spectrum disorder but you know, I think it can go, you know, you could take that kind of, like, that thought process into, like, everything in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, deny, like, there's tons of people that deny, like, who they really are. Yeah. I mean, how many people, like, do you look at on Facebook, and their life is probably nothing like and what their so life perfect, on Facebook is? And it looks so perfect, but it's not is. really like that. It's yeah. the same with influencers. Their life is not really like that. Yeah. You know, even with us, like, I... The stuff we posted on, you know, the, our blog is happy times. But I also posted things with, you know, with Grayson having a haircut and having a, a meltdown. You know, it's not all good times. And you want to see that raw stuff. And you want to see what the same thing you guys are going through. So when you look at us and think, oh, look, they're happy all the time. He seems like a great kid. You see the the challenges, too, along with that. And some people might say, you know, your kid's crying. Why are you recording that or whatever? I'll set the phone down. I'm not going to, like, stand in front of his face with the camera. Um, but, you know, you guys have to see how we deal with that and how we work with him and things like that to help you. And to be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously trying to help your child because you wouldn't be here if you weren't. Yeah. So we and commend you guys for that. Yeah, and I think... For showing up. Yeah, I think this episode, it, you know, is an episode that our listeners need to... Eat. You, you know, use to reach out to other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To send the episode to other people that 
you know, they may look at and say, you know, I'm not sure uh, their child might have, I think their child might be on the spectrum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Might be really high functioning, but, you know, it looks like something. Nonetheless, they know, are, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and I know it's a hard conversation to have, so, um, you know, passing the podcast on might be helpful to somebody. You know? Yeah, and absolutely. That, you don't know who needs it. You know, like I said, like every, I get it, everybody, um, you know, everybody has, a, you know, this idea of wanting to portray, like, a certain, you know, life that they have and stuff. You see people on Facebook, like I said, all the time. You know, I'm sure their lives aren't as perfect as some they, as they seem. Um, yeah. So it happens. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all have, we, we all have a certain level of, uh, of that to deal with in our lives, but... Um, you know, I want everybody to know that it's okay not to be perfect all the time and that, mm-hmm. you know, those feelings are, are fine to have. And they're normal. And they're normal. And it's, there's nothing wrong with that. We're, no. we're not saying that at all. You should have feelings about this. If you we're, don't, I would be concerned. Yeah. Well, we're, what I'm trying to get across is that the feelings are fine. All those emotions are fine. They're part of a process of learning, accepting, growing, and the important part is that you take one step and, you know, one foot and put it in front of the other and walk forward and yeah. move through that process um, so you can help come out the other side a better person and that your family and your child can come out a better person at the end, too. Yeah. Very well said. <laughs> this was a very um, touching episode, but one that I think is very important and needed to happen. You know, we're talking to you guys like you're our family. And... You know, like we've said, we, we know how hard it is, and this is all normal, what you're feeling, and you're going to be able to get through this. Yeah. And make sure you're, you know, keeping up with your self-care. Do some relaxing things for yourself so that you can start feeling better inside to be able to help your child. Oh, definitely. Whatever that may be for you. You know, if you work out, if you, whatever it may be. Do your nails. Yeah. So. I mean, I had a point recently where I felt very overwhelmed with a lot of things going on in our lives, and... Um, I felt like I didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh my gosh, we got all these things. What do, I don't even know what to do first. There's so many things I got to fix, or you know what I mean, whatever. So many challenges, um, and then I kind of did some work on myself at that point in time. Yeah. And I kind of came to the realization where where that was the. the that was like the first thing yeah that I needed to do the first challenge I needed to overcome was getting my my head screwed on the right way right so that then you know I'm, I'm already in, in the right frame of mind to deal with overcome all, all the other stuff and deal with everything else yeah. you know what I mean and I didn't realize that before I sat down and really did that um, everything else self reflection into place you know you know and you saying that about you know the self care and all that kind of stuff that's what made me think about that Right. So, it's you know. Amazing. And uh, proud of it's, it, proud of you. Thank you. But I mean, you guys need to, you guys could do it and take it the same way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making sure yourself is healthy, that's the first step in order to have the strength physically, emotionally, and mentally to overcome the other challenges. And that's not just with autism, that's with everything that's going on in your lives. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I mean, I think that I think we did a good job covering that. Yeah, right? absolutely. If you guys have any other comments, questions, send them to us. If you have stories, you know, we'd love to hear your we own would, story yeah. about like how you guys felt in the beginning and what you did to overcome it. Yeah, and um, just put on there if you want us to, you know, share it on the air, or if you'd rather us not, we won't, or yeah. we'll keep your name anonymous, whatever yeah. you like. Yeah. Um. So send them over to Building the Puzzle at Yahoo.com, where you can even shoot us a message on Instagram or Facebook too. Building the yeah. Puzzle. Awesome. Hope you guys have a great day, and we really appreciate you tuning in. And we're out. For autism, building the puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com reach out by phone at 732-203-5268 you can also find them both on facebook and instagram as well at the speech paradigm we are also sponsored by grayson and company uh, making homemade toys they have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins sensory boards all different kinds of toys for your children Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys